So good morning. We're part three sa ating series na questions. Okay, so I think very interesting din yung mga questions na the previous weeks. And today we have some questions. Okay, so I want to share with you about two or three or more questions na galing sa mga ating uh, audience. <laughs> and the first one was, magugulat ka, but what does the Bible say about homosexuality? Okay, so... You know, in our society, minsan uh, napaka-glamorous ang pagiging isang bading. You know, ang mga iba, ang pagtingin sa mga bading, mayaman. Because minsan galante, di ba? Galante ang mga pagsuot and they have... Uh, okay, please hand, give the handouts to everybody that doesn't yet have one. Raise your hand. So, makikita mo sa TV... Uh, parang sikat ang mga bading and they're very funny, di ba? They make us laugh. And ang Pilipino, ang weakness ng Pilipino is they will mahuhulog ang loob sa isang tao na who can make you laugh. Kahit na candidate yan for president, you will vote for him for president. Basta nakakatawa, di ba? You will, you will go for the movie actors or you will be attracted, di ba? Because... Siguro sa crisis ng Pilipinas, maraming mga volcano, earthquake, baha, or what. Because one of the things that we, uh, as Filipinos, we like to help, to, to help us cope with the difficulties of life, we like to laugh. Tama ba? Tama ba? And laughing helps to, parang, uh, it helps us cope with the, the hardships of life. So, minsan... Pag nakikita ng mga bading, nagpapatawa, and we like that. So, somehow, we feel like, eh, hindi naman masama or hindi naman uh, bad siguro ang pagiging bading kasi, tingnan mo, napaka-funny. And we laugh and we smile. So, we like them. We like to be around funny people, right? And in San Fernando, we even have the, one of the country's largest Miss Gay contest. Funded by the city government. Your tax, your taxes will pay for that. Okay? Yung mga city taxes will pay for that. Funded by the city government. It, the budget is more than a million. Balita ko. Maybe uh, you can confirm that. Now, some people, ang pagtingin sa homosexual is disgusting and judgmental and uh, sigurado, uh, my uh, big sinner yan and, and he's, he's going to be in hell for that. Other people think that it's okay, uh, pagiging bading. It's okay lang, and that's the way. If that's the way God made you, then uh, accept it. Tangkapin mo na lang as a gift from God. So what does the Bible say about homosexuality? Okay, so uh, in Genesis 18 hanggang 20, we see this uh, city of Sodom. God destroyed one of the cities of Sodom, who was um, in that city. There, they were, there were a group of gay people. The people in that city were, were gay. And they were even going to rape Lot, the yung nephew ni Abraham, Lot's male guests. Okay, they were actually angels. And so God destroyed that city. It was very, very wicked. And one of their main sins was the sin of homosexuality. In fact, doon nanggaling yung word sodomy. Have you heard of the word sodomy? It came from the city of Sodom. It was named after Sodom, a city of homosexuals. And sodomy basically means anal sex. Okay, it's this kind of sexual behavior between men. Okay, but we're not just talking about male homosexuals. Put it in female homosexual, okay, which is also gay. And in Leviticus chapter 18, 22, the Bible says, Never have sexual intercourse with a man. As with a woman, it is disgusting. So the Lord does not tolerate or does not uh, approve of same-sex uh, relations. Romans chapter 1, verse 24, and hanggang 27, it talks about yung people who were actually rebelling against God. And this is how it manifests. Women no longer wanted to have sex in a natural way. And they did things with each other that were not natural. Men behaved in the same way. They stopped wanting to have sex with women and had strong desire for sex with other men. They did shameful things 
with each other and suffered within themselves the penalty they deserved. So 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 to 11, it says, Don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? And then may listahan, not only homosexuality, but it says sexual sin, idol worship, adultery, male prostitutes, practice homosexuality. In your New, New American Standard Version, it says infeminate. We're talking about men and nagiging feminine. Okay, so that's the word in the New American Standard. And then it says, this is very encouraging. Dito sa last part. Some of you were once like that. Ano yung were? Is that present tense or past tense? It's past tense. Praise the Lord for a renewed or a cleaned past tense. Okay, it says you were like that, but you were cleansed. Okay, can you read that with me? Is it on the screen? Do you have that? On your handouts, do you see the last part of 1 Corinthians 6? Some of you were once like that, but you were cleansed. You were made holy, praise the Lord. You were made right with God by calling on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Spirit of God. Praise the Lord for uh, His hope for us to be made clean. Doesn't matter what your past was. What matters is what is the direction of your life now? Because God can forgive all of our past and even create on us a new past. Yung ating history becomes His story. The story of Jesus can become your history. Now, here's the two wrong beliefs na, which I think dapat ma-correct natin. The first wrong belief is that false ito, no? Whatever I am is the way God made me. Kung sino ako, God is the one who made me that way. And so we assume that whatever we are, yun ang gawa ni God. But the truth is, mga kapatid, we live in a fallen world. There are many, sa, sa earth na ito, there are many malfunctions, and many abuses na hindi naman kalooban ng Diyos. For example, uh, in our mission, doon sa Namtutan, may isang bata, five years old, who's born blind. So, he was born blind. So you say, well, is that God's intention? That he was born blind? No. Because nung buntis pa yung kanyang mother, she tried to abort the baby. So she took something and tried to abort, kaya hindi na develop, pero hindi naging successful yung abortion, na survive yung bata. But she wanted to abort her child because she just wanted to, you know, accident, sabi nila. But she wanted to have sex, but she did not want to have a family. She did, it was an unwanted, sa kanya unwanted. And so she took something and hindi na develop yung mata ng bata in the womb at three and four months. Dapat develop yung isang, you know, the eyes develop. Nakita ko sa ultrasound at three and four months, develop na yung mata sa, sa bata. And so, hindi na develop because of the abuse to that woman's own body. Does that mean because he was born blind that that was God's intention? No. This world is fallen and there's abuses and there's malfunctions and God allows people to choose. So don't assume that whatever you are, that's the way God made you. Something had gone wrong sa buhay ng bata na yan. And something can go wrong also in your life and in our life. It doesn't mean yan ang kalaoban ng Dios. Okay? Uh, another one here is that my natural instinct and feelings cannot be wrong. Okay? Siguro nakaka-apply ito sa maraming kahit hindi homosexual or what? You can think about how does this apply sa buhay mo? Ang false belief is kung ano yung natural ko, kung ano yung feelings, kung ano yung instinct ko, it must not be wrong. Because yun ang natural. must be right. And we think that what we feel or whatever we think is what, you know, I can't help it. So yung iba na who, who, who has a homosexual uh, life, they would say, na, this is natural for me. I, every sense. Hindi naman 
choice ko. It's not my choice. Ever since bata pa ako, I have attraction for men. I have feelings for other men. I has, I, I, I can't help it. Ever since birth, this is how I was born. So it must not be a sin. I've always felt this way. Well, kung ganon ang logic, pwede rin sabihin na ever since I was a child, ever since I can remember, I was angry and violent. So that is my natural instinct. So it must not be wrong. <laughs> or yung iba nagsasabi na, uh, ever since I can remember, I had pedophile, alam yung pedophile? Yung parang, uh, I had pedophile instincts. I always want to rape children. So that's my feeling, that's my natural, so it must not be wrong. Ganun ba? Does it mean that whatever you feel and whatever is your natural instinct, that it, that must not be wrong? That must be the way God made you? No. The truth is, we have many feelings and many instincts that are wrong, that are sinful in us. We were born in a kind of a twisted and sick and malfunctioned way. And so, kung sasabihin mo sa akin na I was born homosexual. I was born with wrong this desire. I agree with you. You were born with the wrong desires. And me too. I was also born with wrong desires. And so is Zion. Eventually, you will see he's got a selfish intention. The truth is every one of us are born with a sinful predisposition. Eventually, we're going to have wrong desires, wrong feelings, wrong instincts. Homosexual or the straight, everybody. That's why you need to be born again. Yung born bading, you need to be born again. Yung born straight, yung born pedophile, yung born angry, you're born violent, you're born lustful, liar, cheat, stealer. We, yes, we're all born in this kind of sinful, but we need to be born again. And that's the hope. That's the hope for us. Everybody or everyone needs to be born again. It says in Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26. <laughs> Good news for lahat ito. Ezekiel 36, 26. I will give you a new heart with new and right desires. And I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony heart of sin and give you a new obedient heart. Okay? So, hey, what if I feel gay? What should I do? Hey, what if I feel violent and angry? What should I do? It, it doesn't matter what you feel what you're in, what should you do? First of all, yung iba nagsasabi na once gay, always gay. Is that true? How about this? Once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. Or once a porn addict, always a porn addict. You know, that's not true. Because when you become born again, you get a new heart. You get a new DNA. The DNA will, will be the one to determine your future itura. The DNA inside of you determines your instinct. Kung DNA ng aso, you will have not dog animal instincts. No, it's true. Kung DNA ng monkey, you will have monkey instincts. Kung DNA ka ng Adam fleshly human being, then you will have Adam, fleshly, wrong instincts and desires. But when you get born again, you get a new DNA. You get the DNA of Jesus Christ. Okay? You get the DNA. And that will be the one to bring out of your heart na the new desires, the right desires. So if you feel gay, remember this, you're a new creation. 
It doesn't, yes, your body might still have that memory because sin dwells in the flesh, but in your spirit, you have new desires. desires. And I believe in God's ability to change your heart. And if you're straight, but you have, you know, wrong desires, you're, you're, you're addicted to pornography or you're addicted to uh, cheating and lying and you can't help yourself, nagsasalita ka ng bad words, I do believe that God's DNA in you will change that. And the Bible says in Romans 12 verse 2, Be transformed. Pagbabago. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The truth is, you're already renewed in the Spirit. You're already a new creation in the Spirit. But now your mind and your body needs to catch up with the truth in your spirit. Your mind and your body needs to come into agreement and into alignment with what has happened on the inside of your spirit. And that is how your life will be changed. You be transformed by renewing the mind and submitting your mind to alignment with the truth that's in your spirit. The truth is you're not bading, you're not a homosexual, you're not gay, uh, you're not uh, that way. You are a man of God, a child of God. The truth is you're not a liar, a cheat, a pervert. The truth is you're not angry and hateful and a murderer. Whatever is your stronghold, you know, kanyang kanyang, you're not a gossip. The truth is you're a new creation. Embrace your true identity and you will see the change in your life. And be renewed by the, be, re, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I want you to watch this uh, video. And makikita natin dito yung isang naging Christiano, but his life was full blast homosexual before. And makikita natin yung kanyang struggle with his, okay, so just watch this and there's some teaching here. And I think na, whether it's straight or, or, or gay or what, I think all of us can learn something from the teachings on this video. Okay, watch that. Our guest counselor for today is a non-TV personality. 
Siya po ang dating tunet macho sa school buhol at siya rin po ang nagpapautang sa palabas na kaya ni Mr. Kaya ni Mrs. Let us welcome Brother Anthony Roquiel. Ay, salamat Hello. naman at naimbita ko rito. It's, It's a privilege our, on our, our part. pleasure. Tayo po ay dumiretso sa dramang ating napanood. Si Arman in our drama, ang kanyang paniwala, siya ay isang born bading. Anong paniwala mo dito? Nung nandun ako sa lifestyle niya, alam mo naman, yun din ang buhay ko noon. Okay? Dahil at a very young age, at the age of six years old, practicing homosexual na ako. Wala akong nakitang bakla, wala akong nakausap na bakla. Kaya akala ko noon, ako rin pinanganak na bakla. Age of six, ha? Age of six, practicing homosexuality. Pero yun ay dahil sa kasinwalingay nilagyan ng demonyo sa isipan ko. Na ako'y pinanganak na bakla at mamamatay na bakla. At binuway ko yung lifestyle na yun for 32 years of my life. Kaya ganun eh. Kaya nakarelate ako ron kay Arman eh. He was really convinced, di ba, in that show na he was really born bading. What made you change your mind about that aspect na you're not born bading? Kasi kung paano ko describe yung buhay ko noon, tsaka yung mga ibang kasamahan ko, ang tawag nila sa akin, talamak na bakla eh. Dahil talaga I've tried everything from A to Z as a bakla. Yan nagawa ko na. Pero doon ko makikita na talaga sabi ko, kung masarap ang buhay ng isang bakla, bakit kailangan pa akong humanap na ibang klaseng buhay? Sabi ko yung tunet macho naman, hindi naging kawawang bakla. Nakilala, kumita ng pera. Hindi naman mayaman, pero kumita ng pera na masasabing, gusto kong, yung kung mga bagay na gusto kong makuha, nakukuha ko. Diba? Pero bakit kailangan humanap pa ako ng bagong buhay, na ibang klaseng buhay? Doon ko nakita na mahirap kasi ang buhay ng isang bakla. How about yung role naman ng pamilya? Paano ba nade-develop ang sexuality ng isang bata, isang tao, pagdating sa homosexuality? Kasi sa dami naman nakakounselan ko ngayon mga bakla, di ba? One cause of a person being homosexual, one, one uh, very strong cause is yung poor parental relationship. Makikita natin yan na dahil sa kakulangan na relasyon sa ama o sa ina, kumuna ma- dapat maintindihan natin yung role ng magulang sa pagpapalaki ng anak. Especially the father. Aha, uh-huh. why is that? Kasi akala ng iba, especially if you don't have, you don't have a knowledge of Jesus, talagang wala ka pa relasyon sa Panginoon, akala kasi ng mga tatay sila lang yung provider. Basta ba mabigyan lang yung pera, okay yung, na yung nana, ah, okay na, di ba? The normal, diba? the, the usual, normal, oh. yun, eh. Pero makikita natin, as we stay in the Lord, as we seek the Lord, makita natin, meron palang tatlong role ang father sa pamilya. First and foremost, he is the king. The king, okay. He protects and he provides for the family. Secondly, he's also the priest of the family. Ano yung sabi ng priest? He will be the one to lead his children, his whole family, to the knowledge of the Lord, of, of Jesus Christ, yeah. and to study His uh-huh. Word, to love His Word. The third is, he's also the prophet of the family. What do you mean by prophet? He'll bless his children. He'll speak good things about his children. Yeah. He'll say good, he will prophesy, he'll say good, a good future is ahead of that child. Yun ang makikita, hindi ka mukhang nakikilate, minsan minumura anak, uh, yung ganon. May mga pamilya na walang tatay talaga. What can you say to these families? Jesus can feel the vacancy in your life. If you don't have a dad, pwedeng namatay, iniwan kayo. Jesus can feel that vacancy. He can be the father. He is the father to the fatherless. And he'll be the one to take care of all your needs of all. Kung paano kanya palakihin eh, if you will trust him. You are a living testimony of being victorious para a person who was able to recover. Ano ba mga steps na pwedeng gawin? Or Siya. practical tips mo? Alam mo, yung, yung, yung is, kaya ang importante kasi malaman niya, kabaklaan niya, homosexuality, it's a choice eh. Mm-hmm. I choose to be one before. Diba? Hindi naman ako pinilit into it eh. Yes. Pero yun nga, may factors. May, ang magandang araw, pag merong yung causes, may solusyon. Mm-hmm. Kaya pag tinanong ko pa lang doon sa isang bakla na anong ano anong cause ayo malakikita mo lalabas na lahat yung causes fear, rejection, uh, yung pass on curse, maganon. All of this play a role into the development yes. even at age 6. Yes. Diba? Oh, that's very important. So makikita mo pag may cause, may solusyon. And I tried everything. Kumagan there was a time in my life nung nandoon ako sa lifestyle ng isang homosexual, rock bottom talaga. Kung baga makikita ko, I try changing my life. Dahil sabi ko, ayoko mamatay na may AIDS. Dumating yung AIDS dito. So I don't want to die with AIDS. Nandun yung fear of death. Nandun yung fear of dying with AIDS. Sabi ko, hinintuan ko yung kabaklaan. Tumagal ako one month. Pero after a month, hindi rin. Balik uli ako sa lifestyle. Ano sabi ko sa sarili ko? 
mamatay sa sarap. Doon ko nakita na even though I want to change my life, I don't have the I don't have the strength to change it. Yeah. But when I accepted Jesus, he was the one. He is the one who's changing me. Uh-huh. I can say that he is still changing me. Uh-huh. Dahil hindi naman overnight yung pagpapalit eh. So it's a long process. It's a process. Uh-huh. Totoo. I really have to relearn life again. Sabi ko nga yung isang heterosexual guy, he must also he must only repent of his sins, turn away from uh-huh. his sin, di ba? E ang isang bakla, hindi isang tomboy, hindi. We must repent from our sins, turn away from sin, and relearn life again. Lahat ng ginawa namin, we have to relearn our the way we eat, uh-huh. the way we talk, the way we dress, lahat to eh. So we need the abundant grace of God, and God is there to supply it. But God has give us, given me wisdom. Talagang, para mo yun yung tinatanong niya, yung practical tips. Uh-huh. Okay, one of the tips God has given me talaga is, number one is yung avoid the second look. Kasi tayo, minsan, malikot ang maul- yung mata natin uh-huh. eh. Kaya siguro nga dapat yung Sa konteksto ma- ng tukso to, ano? O, sa konteksto <laughs> ng tukso, di ba? Kaya kung hindi nga kalupitan, gusto ko magnoon, gusto ko maglagay yung, yung, yung sa kabayo, uh-huh. yung para hindi ako nalingon na lingon, para pag may nakita akong gwapo, Lilingunin ko. Lingun uli. Itong sa lalaki, babae yung lagi niyang tinitingnan. Oo. Sa, sa bakla, lalaki. Oh, di ba? May makita lang gwapo, titingnan. Minsan, hindi lang dalawang tingin. Minsan, apat na tingin. Tingin pa ng tingin. And that creates a picture in your mind. So, yun ang natutunan ko. Avoid the second look. Another, another tip that I have learned, I know it's God. Talagang pag may nakita kang lalaki, na ginagamit yung lalaki ito, kunyari, mga, yung mga uh, bakla, no? US who has take uh, who has, who's out of the lifestyle yeah. pag nakita mo itong lalaki to guwapo sabi mo i guwapo to ah pag sabi mo guwapo siya pero mas guwapo ako <laughs> dal anak ako ng Dios <laughs> and another thing is talaga i pray for the person kahit from a distance sinasabi ko lord bless that person na ginagamit ng kalaban to get my attention bless him and i want to be with i want to see him in your kingdom together with me praising you makikita mo wawala yung ano eh. so what you're saying here on our own we cannot do it no we can okay but at the same time may, may, may mga kristiyano na yes they have accepted the lord pero yung struggle dala pa rin nila ano bang struggle ng isang taong nagsuko ng boy sa panginoon but at the same time yung kanyang orientation Medyo nasa lifestyle pa rin na yun. Because ano, many churches actually believe na, and they're still in this denial, ano, na when you accept Christ, parang you have to be perfect. Na, oh, dapat wala ka ng struggle, Brother Anthony, mali ang sinasabi mo. Dapat na-overcabo na agad. Hindi, <laughs> <laughs> kasi, kasi nga, di ba, alam naman natin, nobody's perfect yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're still in a process. Kumuna, but we will attain perfection by the time we, kumuna, no, siguro nandun tayo sa Panginoon, di ba? But the good news is there is a process, and the good thing is God will give you the strength and the grace to overcome everything. Yung yung makikita mo yung struggle kasi kung magnanoon wala pa ako sa pangnoon pag pinikit ko lang yung mata kung ganyan ang dali pumasok ng maginagawa ko sa kabaklaan. Talagang technicolor pa iba ibang kulay. Talagang makikita mo right then there. Pinikit ko lang mata ko. Uh-huh. Pero now by God's grace, talaga as I as I seek the Lord, as I spend time with the Lord, makikita mo very faint na yung struggle. Para bang flickering na lang na kailangan siguro pipilitin ko pa yung sarili ko para maalala ko yung mga pinaggagawa kong kalaswaan noon. The question is bakit ko pa kailangan alalahanin? Na alam ko naman I will suffer. Di ba? Ang hirap yata tanggalin mga bagay and that is how important is the renewing of the mind. Yes. Uh-huh. Kasi tunetuniladang basura ipinasok dyan ng demonyo eh. Dahil from pornography, lahat yan, di ba? Ipinasok na ipinasok ng jable sa isipan mo. So you have to flush it out. How will you flush it? Hindi mo nang pwedeng gamitin yan ng disinfectant eh. Ang gagamitin mo is the word of God uh-huh. for you to renew your mind. At this point, in your walk with the Lord, can you say na na-overcome mo ng homosexuality? Of course I did. How can you say that? I can say that because the Word of God says I am, I am more than a conqueror. I'm an overcomer in Christ Jesus. When I accepted Jesus June 23, 1991, I can say that the homosexual lifestyle is already dead in my life. Pag tinatanong nga, minsan sinasabi, nasan ba si Tonette Macho? Patay na si Tonette Macho. Patay na. 1991 pa, namatay na si Tonette Macho. At hindi na muling babangon pa. Well, thank you so much for sharing your life with us, your thank testimony, you at yung mga counsel na binigay mo sa amin. You are really an inspiration to all of the people. Uh, does and that make sense? Tayo po ay That's good. Okay, so we can apply that. No, no matter what your struggle is, you died to the old life and you're a new creation.
Okay. Now the next question that we had was, would a Christian who commits suicide go to heaven? And, you know, in the Bible, the Bible tells that King Saul committed suicide. He was wounded and he didn't want uh, the other people to kill him. So he just fell on his own sword and he killed himself. And Judas, the most popular suicide uh, Bible was Judas. When he, or let's say he regretted what he did by denying Jesus, he hung himself. But even Elijah and Jonah had suicidal feelings. They even told God, I just want to die. I don't want to live anymore. Elijah, the great prophet, and even Jonah. So actually, having a feeling for suicide is not so uncommon. Maybe in this hall right now, many of you had felt like committing suicide before. And, you know, 90%, listen to me, 90% of the people who committed suicide had a mental illness at the time of their suicide. And the majority of that, or the number one mental illness was depression. So actually, uh, suicide is, is, having that, a feeling of suicide is, is more common than you think. But suicide is killing yourself. And the sixth commandment in the Bible is thou shalt not kill. So what does the Bible say about suicide? Is it a sin? Yes, it is a sin. Pero ang tanong is, would a person go to heaven? Can a person be forgiven? Matthew chapter 12 says, every sin. Sabi mo every. Every sin and blasphemy can be forgiven. Sino nagsasalita dito? Si Jesus. Sabi niya, every sin and blasphemy can be forgiven. So the short answer is simply this. If you're unsaved, kung hindi ka baligtas, and you commit suicide, you will not go to heaven. You will go to hell. Pero hindi dahil na nag-suicide ka, may pupunta ka sa impyerno because you're not saved. But if you're saved and you committed suicide, you go to heaven. Why? Because you were saved. And Jesus said, every sin can be forgiven. Now, yung, yung iba na sinauna, their teaching was, you cannot be forgiven dahil kailangan, you have to ask forgiveness sa bawat sin. And suicide is the, sabi nila, is the unpardonable sin because wala ka ng pagkakatoon na humingi ng pagpatawad. Because you committed suicide, that's the last thing. Wala ka ng buhay pa na to ask for forgiveness. But you know, we're not forgiven because we ask forgiveness for every single sin. Sa totoo lang, mismong Holy Spirit ang nagpapray para sa atin. In Romans chapter 8, verse 30, uh, 26, it says, The Spirit helps us in our weakness since we do not know how to pray as we should. But the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groans too deep for words. Ibig sabihin, if you forgot to ask forgiveness for your sins, the Holy Spirit did not forget. <laughs> Are you fine? The Holy Spirit knows how to pray for you on your behalf and intercedes for you. So even the person that committed suicide, if that person is filled with the Spirit, if that person is saved, hindi uh, break yung relationship niya sa Dios. And besides, listen to me, very important. We are not saved because we ask forgiveness. We are saved because Jesus asked for us to be accepted sa trono ng Dios. Because of a covenant, not because of anything we did. You're saved because the covenant that Jesus made with the Father. So it's not because of anything we have done. Okay? In uh, Titus chapter 3 verse 5, God saved you because of His mercy. Hindi dahil sa ating mga ginagawa. And in fact, God already forgives us in advance. I know that sounds like cheap grace. But grace is not cheap. It costs the blood of Jesus Christ. It costs Him a lot, but it's free for us. By definition, that's the definition of grace. It's free. There's nothing, if there's anything you can do, anything that you can do to make God give you grace, then it's not grace already. 
Di ba? Grace is all a gift of God. That's what the word grace means. A gift. Charis. A gift. So, before you ever send, whether it be suicide or homosexuality or any kind of sin, even before you send, God had already paid the price. When you sin, God does not need to send Jesus to earth again to die for your sins again so that you can be forgiven. So even a Christian, and, and it's, it's a sin, it's wrong. Our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit and we should not uh, harm it. But the person who is depressed or, or had a mental illness, and sometimes they feel like they're deceived. They feel like they cannot take life anymore and committed suicide. That person, I believe, the Bible says that because he is saved, not by his own works or not because, you know, the Bible says our sins are acquitted from us. We are not held accounted for our sins. An unbeliever will be held, an, an unsaved person will be held accountable for every single sin that he's done. But a saved person is not judged guilty for his sins. There's judgment, but the judgment is a not guilty judgment. And I believe you don't only go to heaven, but you're welcomed and celebrated in heaven. I don't believe that a person who committed suicide will just be okay in heaven and then God will say, Ikaw, huh? Sige na. Pasok ka. I don't believe that he is reluctant or you're a second class citizen of heaven. I believe that a person who comes into heaven is accepted with the same acceptance that Jesus Christ has. Even if that person committed suicide or was uh, committed murder or did anything, I believe that the righteousness of Jesus is what gets you into heaven, not the righteousness of yourself. That would be self-righteousness, and that will only get you to hell. Are you following me? Okay, the last question, very quickly, was something about married couples. Raise your hand. Taas ang kamay lahat ng mga married couples. Ewan ko kung sino sa inyo ay nagtanong na ito. Can you read the question with me together? Okay. Okay. Lalo na kapag lango siya sa alak. Okay? Of course, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18, Don't be drunk with wine that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Okay? Yung asawa na naglalasing, you open a door to a bad spirit. And you get bad results. Okay? Uh, the, next the next one, next part. Ready, go. Ginanggam panan ko naman ang responsibilities ko as wife and mother. Very simple. Yung babae, nagre-reklamo kasi yung husband ay uh, ganun ang ugali niya. Ang sinasabi ng babae is, bakit ganun siya? Eh, I'm doing my role naman. I'm doing my responsibilities as a wife and a mother. Kasi, akala ng misis na that is enough. Akala ni misis na yun ang gusto ng lalaki. Basta gawa ko ng responsibilities ko, sapat na yan para sa kanya. Ano pang gusto mo? Because sa babae, tandaan natin, men have different needs than women. So the woman's number one need, diba? you, you buy the series, Gusto Ko, Happy Ka. The number one need of a woman is security. So for her, she wants her husband to do his responsibilities as a husband and as a father. That's her number one need. Do your responsibilities. So dahil yun ang need ng, ng missis, yun din ang ibinibigay ko sa kanyang mister na akala niya yun din ang need niya. Akala niya, yun din ang hinahanap ni Mr. That you will just do your responsibilities as a mom. You just do your responsibilities as a wife. But that's not yung hinahanap ni Mr. The number one need of a man is not security. It's honor. Respect. 
And I can assure you, I don't know who wrote this question, but I can assure you that this wife is not honoring her husband. And that's why he's going out there to drink and get drunk so that he can feel better about himself. Because he doesn't feel good about himself in the house because the wife is not honoring him. She's doing her responsibilities, yes. But that's not what he wants. Second Yan, he wants honor first. So, take note, mga misis, no? He wants honor. And then, why galit na galit siya sa mga parent at kapatid ko na hindi naman siya inaano? <laughs> Di ba? Well, again, uh, the Bible says for a man to leave his father and mother and to cleave. So God's plan for marriage is that we leave our mother and father and cleave. Ibig sabihin cleave, yung kumapit sa asawa. Genesis chapter 2 verse 4. And sometimes, kahit nasa ibang bahay ka na, the mother or the wife did not really leave. Maybe you left physically, but you did not leave emotionally your parents and your brothers and sisters. So ang nangyayari dito, sa kaso nito, and hindi naman nasa kakampi ko yung mister, kasi lalaki ako, hindi ko sinasabi yan, but I'm telling you that what happens here is this woman did not at least, I don't know kung physically, ando doon pa rin sa bahay ng parents niya, mga kapatid niya, but in her heart, she has not left the emotional umbrella of her family. She did not leave depending on her mga kapatid at parents. And that's why there is an unhealthy competition and her husband is angry doon sa kanya mga parents and mga kapatid because ang feeling ng husband is competition at kalaban yung kanyang mga parents and brothers and sisters. Bakit? Because mas parang feeling secured siya sa advices ng parents niya, sa mas napapa-influence siya sa kanyang family, including yung mga kapatid niya, kaysa yung husband. Mas tiwala siya sa kanila, sa, sa family niya, kaysa sa kanyang asawa. And she is like, halimbawa, kung bumagyo at dalawa sinang naglalakad at may, yung mister may hawak ng payong at yung parents niya, yung mga kapatid niya may hawak ng payong, she will go to the payong ng kanyang family. Kaysa yung payong na mas tiwala doon, mas comfortable siya doon, mas secured siya, mas protected siya doon. Kaya yung mister, he feels angry because ang pagtingin niya sa kanila is kalaban. They're my competition. Because a man wants to be the protector of his wife. A man wants that he's the influence sa buhay niya. And that's why naging smooth and naging fulfilling ang relationship namin ni Bambi. Because she left her family for me. Not only left them physically, but she left their emotional umbrella. And she depends on me to cheer her up. She depends on me to give her counsel and advice. And that fulfills my role. Nakita niyo ba? So these are just some things na it says in Proverbs 24 verse 3, it takes wisdom to have a good family. It takes understanding to make it strong. And I just pray for everyone in SFCC that your families will be strong. Your marriages will be strong. You'll be strong in your spirit and build your house with wisdom. Let's pray together. Father God, thank you for putting a new creation together for us, for giving us a new DNA that has new and right desires. Thank you, Father, for giving us hope that our salvation is secure. We don't need to fear death. And when there's depression and mental illness, we, we believe that we don't have to go to suicide. We can come to you and you will heal and you will restore my soul. 
So, Lord, I just thank you for the assurance of salvation and help our families to be strong and help every member of SFCC to build their house with wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen.